Hello, fabulous friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Booked and Blessed podcast. I'm your host, Carissa, here to help you get booked and feel blessed. And we're starting off strong with some life updates. I actually saw two shows this week. Can you guys believe it? I had to make up for all that lost time, but I saw Spamalot and Pearly Victorious in the same day. I technically had a two-show day, a two-doche, but as an audience member, not as a performer, weird, a little switch up. A friend of mine invited me to spam a lot. And then Pearly Victorious, I actually won the lottery and highly recommend you get your tickets for that one because it is closing in February, I believe at some point. So my little baby mini reviews of both of them, here we go. Spam a lot, I had never seen or heard the soundtrack previously for this show. So everything was new to me. It was obviously so funny. It is based on Monty Python, as I now know. Um, and the Lady of the Lake is now a dream role of mine. And Leslie Rodriguez, who plays the Lady of the Lake on Broadway right now, absolutely stole the show. Talk about some vocal gymnastics. You go, girl. Eat. She ate. And then also seeing Ethan Slater, who... I mean, a lot of you know him. He's become very popular lately, but he was the original SpongeBob in SpongeBob the Musical on Broadway. And seeing him was also so wild to me because from time to time, I would look at him and just think, that's Ariana's man. But I give him props because he really played so many different characters in that show. And he, it was a sleigh. It was a sleigh for him, for sure. And not only did we get to see Ethan, but we got to see Jonathan Bennett, who was the original Aaron Samuels in the original Mean Girls play Sir Robin. And I just have to say that he was so funny and I was very pleasantly surprised by his performance. He took that screen acting and he made it work on the stage. I've said it before. Screen acting and stage acting are two very different beasts, and he absolutely owned his role. So, yes, Jonathan Bennett, let's go! And on to Pearly Victorious. Obviously, everybody loves Leslie Odom Jr. If you don't know, he was in the original cast of Hamilton, and all of his songs, honestly, are my favorites off of that album, and he absolutely did not disappoint in Pearly Victorious. So when the show first started, my best friend and I weren't sure if we were going to be able to understand what was going on because all of the actors had a Southern accent, spoke super quickly, and basically had to say a monologue each and every time they opened their mouths. So much respect for being able to memorize all of those lines. Whew, I cannot imagine. But also... We very quickly adjusted to the style of the show and did in fact follow the storyline and shout out to the set design because it was so cool. All the flowers to the set designer and the builders on that and Leslie doing a play also just showed me how much of like a triple threat performer he is like he can do it all. I would also be remiss to not mention the actress who plays Ludie Bell because at first she comes out and my best friend and I were kind of like, oh my goodness, because she does this crazy voice. If you see the show, you'll know what I mean. And you're like, mm, I don't know, but by the end you love her and her comedic timing is everything and she's hilarious. And the show as a whole, they stated that the show has not been performed 
since the 1960s. So overall, I highly recommend go see it. I love seeing a play every now and then. And it was exactly everything that I would have wanted. Now onto the OBC album of the week. I only felt it right since I am currently reading her memoir, which I told you all about last week. And because the New York City Center Encores is performing a limited run starring Sutton Foster, this week's OBC album of the week is Once Upon a Mattress. I've never listened to it, and so I'm very excited to marry Mary. Wow. That's kind of funny, guys. I'm excited to marry her Mary Rogers music to her memoir and her words. I think that's going to be really awesome, really cool. Listen along with me this week. Let me know what you think. And that's all I have for life updates. So without further ado, let's dig into the meat and potatoes or the tofu and potatoes of this week's episode, which happens to be vocal health. I was actually going through my binders from my performing arts high school days recently, and I found a packet having to do with everything vocal health, and immediately I knew that I had to share it with the Booked and Blessed fam, especially during this time of the year. The winter is wreaking havoc on me, at least I know that for sure. So this packet includes multiple articles, multiple sources, and some of them kind of contradict each other, but then some of them reinforce what the others are saying. So I'm going to read you a few of the tips and tricks that they give for keeping your cords healthy, but also do whatever works for you. You know, these are all just opinions at the end of the day. Try things, see if they work. If not, throw them in the garbage. You don't need it. All right. So I will also be citing all of the um, sources in the show notes if you're interested. So this first one is from Dr. Martin Hopp, who is a PhD. He is an ENT, a top ENT. All righty. These are his rules for vocal maintenance. So Dr. Hopp says... Your singing voice is an extension of your speaking voice. If you abuse your voice speaking, your singing will also be affected. So get a lot of sleep, drink plenty of water, and participate in exercise. Rest, moisture, and muscle tone are the three key ingredients to good vocal health. Going in and out of changing climates, cold, dry, and warm, cold slash dry slash warm, irritates vocal cords, which, you know, is almost inevitable during this time. Smoke is the biggest enemy. It dries and irritates the throat. I thought that one was funny, and it's drama. Alcohol also dries the throat. It's a major enemy to the voice. (laughs) Uh, I love that they chose enemy as the word. Talking while smoking is also very damaging. Caffeine is a drying agent. Avoid it or limit your intake. But I actually saw something lately that said that coffee and caffeine does not really dry out your throat that much, so I'm going to have to little look-see at that. Never yell or scream in conversation, especially in dry climates. And then there's a big section that says moisture is the key to maintaining healthy vocal cords. In order to keep your cords moist, sorry for everybody who hates that word, use a vaporizer when living in dry climates every day. Drink plain water to keep your vocal cords moist. And I will say that is the overarching theme of all of these articles. They're saying drink water, but just like everyone else in your life, I feel like every day I go on social media and it's like, did you drink your water today? But 
it's important. So now I am also telling you to drink your water. The cords need to be hydrated from absorption through your system. There are no sprays or potions that help the voice more than consuming a lot of water. Sip water on breaks when singing. Water dilutes and flushes mucus in the throat so it won't collect on the vocal cords. Place a vaporizer about two feet away from your nose when you sleep. Oh, it has to be that close. I gotta rearrange my room now after this, guys. <laughs> Clearly, I did not read all of this. It's as new to you as it is to me. Cool mist vaporizer is better than hot mist because it does not promote bacteria growth. Don't put fragrances or additives in the vaporizer. Never eucalyptus, which dry out the voice. Well, here I am. Someone who puts essential oils in her vaporizer. <laughs> Whoopsies. And this is a different article. And what is the first thing on the page? I'm about to tell you. It says, for dry throat, use glycerin-based lozenges such as Grether's Black Currant Pastilles or Pine Brothers Honey. Hmm, I wonder who has promoted Grether's almost every day of her life. Sponsor me, please. These are Dr. Hop's tips for touring. So if you are on a tour or if you're in a band and you're a singer or, you know, you know how tours are. You know what a tour is. I don't need to explain that to you. Don't sing while flying on an airplane and keep your talking to a minimum. The humidity on an airplane might drop as low as 3%. Drink one glass of water per hour on the plane and don't sing the same day you fly. That's kind of wild to think about. Go straight to the hotel after getting off the plane and take a 20-minute steam shower. If you have that luxury, they should say. Call ahead to the hotel and ask concierge to put a vaporizer in your room so it's running when you arrive. Some of this is a little unrealistic. I don't think hotels just have vaporizers, but I've also never asked. So use vaporizers, warm or cool mist at hotels where, they where the recycled air is also very dry. I will agree with that. For my last two contracts, I was in a hotel room and the air was killing me. So I did end up getting a vaporizer on my last contract and it came in very handy. Use only plain water in the vaporizer, no additives or fragrances. Wow, it's like they're really beating that into me because I do love my essential oils. I've been putting tea tree in lately, but I guess that's a no-go. And then these are the most important takeaways. Stop smoking. These are the top three lifestyle changes to which to commit as part of your plan for becoming the best singer you could be. Stop smoking, drink as much pure water a day as you can, and minimize your consumption of dairy products. So that's Dr. Hop. Thank you, Dr. Hop. Everybody say thank you, Dr. Hop. And now we're on to another article. So the first part of this article is saying exercise. Singing is exercise, and a strong respiratory and cardiovascular system will help you sing better. Some voice teachers recommend a routine of abdominal exercises to strengthen your core muscles, cardio exercises to improve your lung capacity, and yoga to improve your posture and focus your breath. We all know I am a big proponent of yoga. Whatever type of movement you like to do, go for it. The second section talks about different types of foods to avoid eating before singing. Um, in particular, it says there are a number of foods you should avoid, citrus fruits, dairy products, chocolate, fatty foods, and anything that is particularly difficult to digest. And I can also attest to this because I'll get weirdly like burpy, but it's like acid refluxy and it's not my favorite thing. 
it says these foods cause extra mucus to secrete onto your vocal cords, interfering with the vibrational process. As a result, you may find yourself clearing your throat often as a result, again? Wow, they used as a result twice. As a result of too much phlegm in the back of your throat. Clearing your throat in itself is harmful to the vocal cords, along with coughing and sneezing. Instead of clearing your throat, try to swallow. I always hear that too. People say, don't clear your throat. And one of my voice coaches who was a private voice teacher in high school would tell me to go do this very crazy vocal exercise that I don't know if it'll work with the microphone right now. It might get kind of wonky. If you're interested in hearing what she recommended to do when you have excess phlegm, let me know. But it's clearing your throat is apparently a no-no, even though I do it all the time. Next section is drink. In two short words, drink water. Keeping your body hydrated is the most important thing you can do for your vocal cords. Again, wow, that's like it's almost a very important point. We really need to be drinking water. It also says, if you are going to be a professional singer or if you are going to use your voice beyond a normal amount, you need to think beyond the recommended eight glasses a day. Professional throat doctors recommend that you drink double that amount. That's one gallon of water every single day. So... The gym bros aren't the only ones going around with their gallons of water, okay? I want to see every vocalist who takes this job seriously hauling your gallon around everywhere. It says, you may think that if your voice is sore, a hot drink is the perfect solution. Wrong. <laughs> Heat causes the blood vessels in your head, neck, and throat area to swell, affecting your vocal cords. I did not know this. And then it says, on the other hand, anything too cold, example, with ice cubes floating in it, will cause blood vessels to constrict, causing tissues to become dry. The best solution is to drink cool or lukewarm drinks if you want your voice to be at its best. As I just had a whole cup of spearmint tea with honey. See, that's why I say take all of these with a grain of salt and just do what works best for you. That's what, that's the way it is, you know? The article states, you'd think that saunas and steam baths would be great for your voice, but instead they cause you to sweat, drying out your body and your vocal cords. A better option is to sit in front of a cool humidifier. Wow, another thing that we really love in these articles, which allows water droplets to come directly in contact with the vocal cords and moisten the tissues. Then there's something about medicinal remedies. This one is saying there aren't any voice teachers who recommend a medicinal spray or throat lozenge to cure problems with the voice that they know of. These products will soothe irritated membranes in the throat, but they have no effect on the vocal cords themselves, so they won't really help you sing better, but they might make your throat feel better. It also says, singers are like vocal gymnasts who traverse their artistic range with apparent ease and flexibility. Train your voice and body just like an athlete. They are comparing us to gymnasts and are saying that we have to have a disciplined practice scheduled with intervals of rest and recovery to perform at an optimal level regardless of the genre. They also say not to attempt to imitate someone else's voice or singing style that can cause you to sing or do things outside of your comfortable physiological range or current vocal skill level because it could result in vocal injury. Remember that if you're imitating someone who's already famous, their millions have been made. Wow, kind of shady, but okay. You want to be the next star that they hire, not just a copycat. <laughs> the tough love is real. And the last thing it says is pace yourself. It says when you are preparing for a show or audition season, you must pace yourself and your voice. This is pertinent for right now. 
you would not think of trying to get all of your exercise in at the gym by going one day a week for five hours. Rather, you should sing and exercise in smaller increments of time, 30 to 45 minutes each day, gradually building muscular skill and stamina. As you improve, you should be able to increase the amount of time as well as the difficulty of vocal skill. There is yet more. I think there is one or two more articles in this packet, but I thought those were the heavy hitters. I think a lot of the things mentioned in there were very important and echo a lot of my thoughts, a lot of things that I have expressed on the podcast or things that I like to do. And clearly it was a reminder to me to do things a little bit differently. I got to go check on that humidifier after this, but let me know what you think, what your personal vocal health tips are. Please send them in to me. I'd love to tell the rest of the Booked and Blessed fam and probably implement them myself. And that's all I have for you this week. As always, if this podcast has added any value to your life, I so humbly ask that you leave a <clears throat> five-star rating. Oh, don't clear your throat. Don't clear your throat. I got to stop doing that. A sweet little review and maybe even subscribe or follow to be the first to know when new episodes drop every Monday. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or burning inquiries, send them on over to at Booked and Blessed Pod or at Carissa Hope on Instagram. And with that, I hope you have a majestic Monday and an even better rest of your week. Let's get booked and blessed, y'all.